the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Nice to be with you today on a Tuesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. We will talk about the forced exit of military members from the U.S. military today, brought on by vaccine mandates. I'd like to hear your personal stories. Uh, A friend who I spoke with Sunday has a family member who is in one of the branches of service. I'm trying to keep it as generic as possible. And what I heard about the pressure being brought to bear on them as they are refusing to get vaccinated, seeking medical and religious objections, being denied those in most cases, if not all cases, for faith reasons, uh, troubled me greatly. And it struck me overnight as I was thinking about this and how to approach it today uh, that many of you may have stories too. I'll protect your identity, but I would love to know, and I think other people want to know, what our government is doing to the people who selflessly gave of their time to serve our country and now find out that their country is not just not serving them, but targeting them. So we'll talk about that. Uh, We will talk about uh, a move afoot in Ohio, which I actually like. School board members would have to run every two years instead of every four years. Love that idea. Accountability. More of it, please. I only wish that the president of Ohio State and the people who operate at Ohio State And at all our state universities, but Ohio State's ours. It's big. It's right here. It's my alma mater, regrettably. I wish they were accountable because I spoke about this event a year ago, and uh, predictably, it is worse this year than it was a year ago. Sex week is upon us on the Ohio State campus. We talked yesterday about the effort in Hilliard schools, Dublin schools, the uh, evil agenda embraced and advanced by John Marshhausen, the superintendent at Dublin, uh, Hilliard, allowing, paying, contracting with Kaleidoscope Youth Group to come in and present a uh, (laughs) hateful toward people of faith seminar about transgenderism required of Davidson High School teachers to attend. So, of course, I'm not surprised because, as I said, I dealt with this last year, but it gets worse. Sex Week at Ohio State. Uh, It is put on by a student organization with the blessing of several departments at Ohio State. The uh, university's Department of Women's Gender and Sexuality Studies. Oh, I bet that's a real academic discipline there. The Department of Women's Gender and Sexuality Studies. Holy smokes. Satan's playground right there. And the College of Social Work. 
are providing financial support for the week-long sex week at Ohio State. Of course, they will tell you that no taxpayer or tuition dollars are going toward the event. How would we know that? How would we verify that? How could we believe that? And one of the events of Sex Week, which last year was sponsored in part by Planned Parenthood, as I said, it gets worse. This year, one of the events is Valentine's for Abortion Providers, where students can, and I quote, help thank abortion providers for the work that they do. Thank you for killing that baby. Really appreciate it. Uh, The organization is Student Advocates for Sexual Health Awareness. And I would add as an addendum, and the killing of innocent unborn children. Uh, But they don't go by that. They go by Sasha. Student Advocates for Sexual Health Awareness. And they are going to call together all the people who want to celebrate this evil of abortion on the first floor of the Union at Ohio State to thank abortion providers in Ohio and Texas for the valuable work they do for reproductive rights. Uh, Sorry, let me correct that. For the valuable work they do exterminating innocent unborn children. I added that part. That's not on the official promotional material. But I, you know, I prize truth. That's what it is. Abortion is the extermination of innocent unborn children. Sky Hart, and don't ask me why, but it doesn't surprise me that the president of Student Advocates for Sexual Health Awareness and the Extermination of Children is named Sky, tells Fox News Digital that the organization is is hosting an abortion appreciation event. Because it thinks abortion providers deserve appreciation. Well, that would be why you'd hold the event, I guess. Uh, Because you're also horribly gripped by an incredible lack of self-awareness that that is a baby in the womb that you are aborting. Uh, Sky says to Fox News, we feel that it is important to appreciate the family planning providers. (laughs) Nice euphemism that are available to provide essential health care for our communities. Wow, we are really trafficking in the double verbal reverse, are we not, Sky? Our organization emphasizes the constitutional right to a safe abortion. Not for long, let's hope. And it is not constitutional. There's no constitutional right to an abortion. Sky, take a class in the Constitution. She says, however, many do not share that belief because of this. Many providers in their offices are often ridiculed for providing legal, affordable, safe health care. Well, if you call being picketed quietly and having people pray outside your place of business, I guess that could be construed by those of you who are twisted enough to support abortion uh, as ridicule. Uh, We feel they deserve appreciation and should be reminded of the fact that they are assisting our communities greatly. Are they? Are they assisting your communities greatly? No, they are not. They are uh, helping to fulfill the stated mission of Margaret Sanger, who was a eugenist who wanted to exterminate the black race from society. And you will find online studies telling you anything you want to know about the psychological long-lasting, enduring 
debilitating impact of having an abortion. You will also find studies from ta-da, Planned Parenthood and the Guttmacher Institute, which is a decidedly pro-abortion organization, saying that, no, no, it's, uh, it's great. Having an abortion is great. Shout your abortion. Write a Valentine's card to Planned Parenthood and thank them. So I had to find one study that would pull all these studies together and give me a dispassionate, unbiased view of it. And I found it. O&G Magazine, which I would assume stands for Obstetrics and Gynecology Magazine. Psychological Effects of Abortion, allow me to read. A meta-analysis of 22 studies with more than 800,000 participants. I'd say that's pretty comprehensive. Concluded that there was, you ready for it? An 80% increased risk in mental health problems for women who had abortion. An 80% increase. Yeah. So uh, the president of Ohio State, the estimable Christina M. Johnson, uh, on her bio, right at the top says, helping Buckeyes thrive. President Johnson is committed to helping all Buckeyes thrive. Well, not the innocent unborn ones, she's not. View the latest updates and learn about the university's holistic approach to enhancing the health, safety, and well-being of Ohio State's campus communities. So I have a question. If Ben Shapiro or Matt Walsh or Trey Gowdy or Abigail Schreier or anybody who would speak out against the evils of abortion, the psychologically damaging impact of homosexuality, LGBTQ, transgender stuff, if anybody like that would be coming to Ohio State, would they make the first floor of the Ohio Union available to them? Would they make Ohio State security available to them so that they wouldn't be harassed while speaking? Because I'm pretty sure they're going to have security at this event where everybody's making a Valentine's card out of construction paper and, you know, little candy hearts for the people at Planned Parenthood. I have my doubts about that. I have my doubts about that. If a university department, let's say there was a dean of a university department who said, you know, Uh, The uh, sexual, gender, social, college-supported sex week. We'd like to support Faith Week. We'd like to support that. Would Christina Johnson smile upon that? Would she say, sure, go ahead. Yeah, we are open to all viewpoints here at the Ohio State University. Oh, we're not going to use any taxpayer money, wink, wink. You know that would not happen. You know that would not happen. So uh, we will endeavor during the show today to find you Christina Johnson's office telephone number and the email. Um, her Twitter is uh, pretty easy to reach. If you have Twitter, uh, you can respond to her and how you feel about a state university taking a decidedly political position on a divisive issue like abortion. You can respond to her on Twitter, and I would highly encourage you to do so kindly. Kindly, no name calling, no, just 
say, I am totally against this. This is inappropriate for Ohio State to be a part of this, to sanction it. Any official university organizations, no way this should be happening on your campus. Could you educate, please, and not indoctrinate? She's on Twitter, at Prez K.M. Johnson, P-R-E-S-K-M Johnson. And we'll get you her email, and we'll get you her phone, and hopefully you will uh, inundate her inbox and her office telephone and help them to remember that February 8th, 2022 was the day that they learned that they cannot operate forever in the darkness, that we who treasure the uh, development of an innocent unborn life in the womb are going to let you know where we stand on this issue. You will not be in doubt after we respond to this vile and disgusting circumstance at Ohio State, where they want to marshal the forces of evil to thank those who kill innocent unborn children. Well, there are a lot of things that could fall under least surprising headline of the day. Uh, This is one of the contenders. Ohio schools struggle with spikes in chronic absenteeism during pandemic. Hmm. Thank you, Captain Obvious. Uh, The story in today's Columbus Dispatch samples information from reporters at the Akron Beacon Journal, Canton Repository, Cincinnati Enquirer, and the Dispatch. So they get the state pretty much covered except for the uh, Northeast Quadrant. No one from the Toledo Blade weighed in. And the shocking number in this story is buried way, way, way down in the middle. Get this. The absenteeism rate at Columbus City Schools last school year, peak of the pandemic, at least peak of the pandemic panic by the people who run Columbus City Schools, the absenteeism rate at Columbus City Schools last year, what do you think it was? What was it, 40%? 50? Keep going. 74% absenteeism. 2021 school year, 74%. Call me crazy, but something tells me that if those kids were going to private schools or those kids were going to charter schools via Ed Choice programs, via the backpack bill, which is on the line, those schools would care more about the kids and go track them down and find them as opposed to the Columbus City School teachers, which is like, hey, we're getting paid for not going to school. This is great. Oh, sorry, I didn't see little Johnny or little Angelina on Zoom, but yeah, they're probably in a room they just didn't have their camera on. Sure. That absenteeism rate is astronomical compared to the state average. One in four K-12 through students missed at least 10% of the school year in 2020-2021. That's according to the Ohio Department of Education. One in 10 missed more than 20%. And you know who missed, right? You know the ones who are. It's not the ones who have two parents at home and come from middle income or upper income families. Of course not. 37% of economically disadvantaged students and 47% of black students were chronically absent last year. So, all the hand-wringing about 
care, teachers caring about their kids. They don't care, or they would get their derrieres in the classroom long before now, and they're still fighting it a lot of places. Delaware City Schools, their absenteeism rate actually went down. Now, Delaware is, of course, one of the most affluent school districts in the state of Ohio, so that's not a surprise. But when you combine single-parent homes, no-parent homes, grandparent-led homes, and look, this is not a reflection on the kids. I know there's always this thought out there that, well, you know, those kids in Linden, you can't make them go. Those kids in a hilltop. Hey, you talk to teachers in those districts, you talk to coaches in those districts, and they'll tell you the kids oftentimes have no choice. They're working. They're taking care of a little brother or sister too young to go to school because mom, and in the rare cases, dad, has to go to work and somebody's got to watch the kid. And you throw in the uncertainty, which we've had this year, of is school on today? Is school off today? You never know till today. Try to plan a work schedule around that if you're a parent. So the National Education Association, the teachers' unions, has been completely dismissive of parents' needs. That's why the waiting list at KIPP, the charter school that a lot of black families in Columbus can't wait to get their kid into, thousands on the waiting list. That's why the waiting list is that big, because they know that at KIPP, the people invested there on the instruction side, on the administrative side, they understand and empathize and will move mountains to help get those kids educated, because it's an absolute certainty that if you want to get ahead, if you want to escape your difficult upbringing, education is your path. 74% absenteeism rate in Columbus City Schools? Yeah. They have no chance. No chance. None. Now, I don't know if this has a chance or not, but I'd be for it. Representative Mike Loichik of Cortland, Ohio. He's a member of the Ohio General Assembly on the Republican side, of course he's trying to introduce accountability so you know you know he's not a democrat he wants school board members in the state of ohio to have to run every two years they're elected to four-year terms and you get a bad school board member and heaven knows our 700 plus school boards many of them have really bad school board members i got five horrible ones at olentangy Uh, they're on forever and you can't stop it by the time they you get a chance to vote them off the, uh, as we say on the farm, the uh, horses out of the barn. So he wants school board members to run every two years. And I like that idea. I think that would be a great idea. Because if you're a good board member, if you're about the kids, the parents are going to know that. And they're going to fight for you. We saw that with a lot of the board members that we got elected in November. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.